0: Buffalo Plus, your interactive look at the weekend football. Brought to you by Connors and Ferris.
1: Nah, I wasn't stirring up. Y'all so need to stay off my Twitter. That's a little weird.
0: <laughs> oh, one game closer. Let's go. Bills Mafia, what's up, baby? <laughs> I'd like to think I'm not too much of a psychopath. Y'all know what hit it for. You know what I mean? Rose Rush driving. Private jet flying. <laughs> Thanks,
1: everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Go, Bills.
2: All right, welcome back to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel presented by Connors and Ferris. Our podcast today, I'm joined by Mike Catalana, Dan Fates. I am Jenna Cottrell. Before we get started, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel if you enjoy our coverage of training camp. We're still here at Fisher. The first three days of practice wrapping up. The Bills will be off tomorrow. But Mike, first couple days of camp, what has stood out to you so far?
1: Competition. I love it. And Dan mentioned like a guy like Diggs making plays as yeah. the veteran on the offensive side, outside of, you know, playing the quarterback position, he's the most important guy. And then you start to see it with other guys too. And I know this happens in every camp, but when you see it play out, you see different players get their mm-hmm. opportunities to either shine or fail. That's yeah. what happens in yeah. training camp. I think the practices have had an edge to them, a good mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I think the defense is won some days, the offense is won another. Uh, I think it's been the offense today in mm-hmm. this last day, but I, I think that's fun to see. I think there's a little different vibe than yep. we saw last
0: year. I think it's a more mature vibe, and, and mm. I mean that in, in the sense of I've seen a lot because of their maybe being newer pieces, like a guy like Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy, and I know we'll, we'll get to them in a little bit, but I've seen Josh Moore coaching, even, even yeah. with a Dalton Kincaid. So you talk about the competition. I also see this as a big like learning. Again, I, I do think the intensity has been up. We haven't had any fights. We're three yeah. days in, no fights. No fights. And it was hot. And it, it was, was very hot. hot. We are undercover here. Yeah, you can yeah. we're probably sweating. Um, in though. one of the tents. Uh, but yeah, I just think that it's <laughs> it looks like a lesson, you know, almost that, that feel of lesson and teaching and coaching. Yeah. yeah,
2: I will say, I feel like two things. One, we're in a hospitality tent, which reminds me of when E.J. Manuel hit the hospitality tent a it's couple really years good. ago. Beautiful throw. And <laughs> then uh, two, I, I agree with the more focus, the more mature. I feel like because of that maturity, you see like when it's practice time, it's that intensity is ramping up and it is early on but i think this group their practices haven't been crazy long i feel like last year the first mm-hmm. week had a lot longer of practices but i feel like at the same point it's a lot more on task of what they're doing and and that's something that i think will be maybe they're not practicing as long but it's more beneficial because the reps that they are getting
1: and i've really noticed sean mcdermott defensive coordinator when you're watching the switching hats switching hats jumping in and look No matter who you are as a player, even if you've been doing this and you're a veteran, Sean is now in charge. Mm -hmm. He's the overall boss, and he certainly has a different personality than Leslie Frazier did. They're different in that way. I was watching. They were in the far field. Something happened, and Sean jumped in. And in the past, as the head coach, I didn't see that as much. I Mm -hmm. think he deferred to his coordinators, Mm -hmm. and that's the way he did it. Oh, no, this was headset baseball cap Sean and he was right in the middle of it.
2: I say switching hats like yeah. legitimately, though, <laughs> he literally he has two hats. He has the headset with the baseball cap and then the coveted trademark Sean McDermott enormous white hat that he also wears as well.
0: We talked a little bit about too, and this urgency, you know, Josh talked about it that he feels the windows closing for some of the older guys. And, and, and we heard that you know, today from guys like Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, as well as Stefan Diggs, who said uh, the first day of camp, that he understands he has more football behind him than in front of him. With some of the new pieces they brought in, and they are newer guys they brought in, but it's not like it's a ton of young guys. Like yeah. I even think of like yeah. a Damian Harris, a Trent Shurfield, a Deontay Hardy. These are guys that have been around the league. And it goes back to when we talked about how I go, I just today when we were just recording this, I go, there haven't been any fights. And I go, it reminds me of Von Miller at the last year when he's like, I'm way too old to fight. <laughs> like, it seems like some of these guys are like, yeah, I we're think here to get our work in. Yeah. Yes, it's, there's intensity, but there isn't a, there's no chippiness. No. It, it, it really is more, even Shaq Lawson is a guy who's more veteran of just being like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to fight. Like, I'm not going to yeah. push and shove anybody. It, it's more methodical. It's more organized practices than I have seen in years past. That's why I say the focus part, because
2: the the fighting can be somewhat of a distraction or letting your emotions get the best of you, which is, it's hot, so I would understand that, but I think with having guys that do bring that maturity, you're right, they don't want to waste their energy on things like that. Now, that's not to say that some of the fringe guys or the younger guys Correct. couldn't get into a fight next week, but I just think you see that that poise out of this team that maybe we haven't seen in years prior.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it, there's a, a reset. There's no question in my mind. Yeah. That's sort of a message, mm-hmm. and there's enough veteran players that have been through it, but Dan's point is a really good one. I'm trying to think of the super young guys, you know, the, the rookies, but it's there's only a few, right? Yeah. It really is Kincaid in that good. way. Looks good. But but I want to talk about one thing with Kincaid, because I'm going back and forth on this. Mike and, He's and I were He's fantastic. Sitting yep. We're standing there watching to move into Kincaid, and look, they're going to try things with him. They're going to see yeah. how he does, and there's times, as a tight end, you're sort of setting that edge. And, well, the defender pl- defensive player would set the edge, but yeah. he's trying to block. Make in, an edge. Yeah. And he was up against Shaq, and Shaq just tossed Ate him aside. His lunch. In like a second. He was gone, yeah. and he made the play in the backfield. Yeah. Again, he's figuring out blocking. But you heard Dawson Knox yesterday sort of chuckle when he said, that's what it takes in this league. Yeah. They're going to see at what level Dalton Kincaid to block, can block. But he ain't blocked before. They were yeah. not asking him to do that yeah. in college. Correct. He needs to at least be competent in that. Yes. And I think they're testing that and out. And again,
0: I know we can't talk about strategy, but it was where he lined up. I looked at Mike and I said, like, hey, like, we obviously talked, they, they talked at length about lining yeah. him up in the slot, that he's this yeah. not 11 personnel. It's the 11 and a half personnel and all these things. And he lined up and I was sitting there and all of a sudden, again, there is nothing that means less in training camp than running plays. The, without pads on it 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 could not mean less but to see Shaq Lawson go
1: yeah like yeah just walked by him
0: and I sit there it's like yeah again he's gonna have to learn again Dawson Knox I talking about blocking was not a good blocker when he first came in the league he is now a serviceable blocker he's an average blocker for a tight end
1: um but it was one of those things where where it really clicked to me by the way Dan's right they don't want us to speak of of strategy but Uh, In Dawson Knox's news conference, and I'm quoting him, he's like, yeah, sometimes he's on the inside, and I'm on the outside, Mm -hmm. and we're up against the line, and I took a handoff in practice. (laughs) That is from Dawson Knox, not from us in Buffalo Plus. I am just repeating. So in terms of strategy, but – you know you find that and the reason i bring that up is there's other guys who are he's getting an opportunity to show the different things he can or can't do right. yeah, yeah. and then there's a guy like bailen Spector getting an opportunity to play with the ones today at that. linebacker again i think they're going to test these guys out yep. i think uh, t dot is still in that spot uh, yeah. tyrell Dodson. but Specter got some got some run there, and I think you somebody asked uh, Jordan Poyer about him mm-hmm. and oh. how he's looked good. Yep. I mean, he's a he's a player that he's talking about. Specter, so just another guy getting opportunities in that competition that we talked about.
2: I think competition is the biggest part in terms of that's why he was with the with that grouping mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But um, sometimes you just see talent versus not.
0: Different levels of talent. Different
2: levels of Different talent. Levels of talent. Right. And bail inspector today, I think. Um, the play of, the day. And play I'm of sure, the
0: day. I'm sure it'll be out there. Yeah. I'm sure by the time this gets posted, the Bills yeah. will have posted yeah. it. I'm sure. Oh, you mean because he gave up a touchdown? To Stefan Diggs. It was the play was of the beautiful. day. Uh, 50 yard completion from Josh to, to Stefan. And it was one of those things where he catches it, the ball goes up in the air, and Mike and I were sitting there, we're like, oh, where's that going? Who's covering him? And then I go, Oh, Specter yeah. him.
1: Well, let me tell you something. Bold I'm putting move the fault cotton. there. The fault there is on defensive coordinator Sean McDermott. <laughs> I mean, that is not a good matchup. In the words any... of Josh
2: Allen, milk check. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is not yep.
1: uh, who you want on digs. So yeah. uh, it was in yeah. front of Cam. Lewis. Cam Lewis. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's beautiful. Not exactly throw, uh, yeah.
0: against Hyde and Poyer. Listen, but. Yeah.
1: When, when fans are out here at camp, they usually cheer the offensive plays. Yeah. If I was b- cheer the offensive play and just don't pay any attention. To what they yeah, were doing correct. on defense? Yeah. Don't worry about that. that. One's a plus for the offense. We won't worry about it for the defense.
2: Yeah, agreed. Uh, some other guys that have stood out so far. <laughs> uh, Deontay Hardy. St- I shouldn't say stand. It's like looking at him next to some of the other guys, it is crazy. To see. What is he listed at? Five six? He's
0: listed at five six on the Bills roster. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jim. I don't know about
1: that. He is tiny. He's uh, a small. What do you? What do you? What mean? do you mean?
0: Yeah. Five six. What do you mean? What do
1: you he. Mean? is he was standing next to Khalil Shakir, who is no, not yeah. a giant by any yeah. stretch, six, six and foot? he towered over him. Yeah, he is, but I gotta tell you, man, that guy is gonna have a role with this offense. I, well, and yeah. it's practice, and they're moving him around. We won't say exactly where, but he's in a lot of spots, mm-hmm. and they look to him. And you will, if you come out here to camp, again, Dan made the point, or you guys made the point, it's one thing to see what's written in the program. When you see him on the field, I mean, it's Darren Sproles' height, but not as stocky of a player. If you remember Darren Sproles from a few years back in the NFL. It's hard to be a small player in this league. He's really small, but I'm telling you, that guy's going to have a role with this team.
2: He is fast. I feel like we've seen that speed. It was funny. I think it was Josh Allen talking about how – Hardy might just walk around like he's a slow walker, but he saves his speed for the field because <laughs> he's I a slow it. walker. Yeah. But you can see that speed. And that's been that's been something I feel like this Bills offense has really been hoping for and searching for.
0: Again, we're, we're early in camp and all these things. It, he feels like a nice blend between the gadget style that Isaiah McKenzie brought while being a little bit more polished in the receiving game like a Cole Beasley. That it, is a great, I, you know I, like, I would agree with that. He kind of seems like a blend of those two guys. I yeah. said, seeing, watching him do his, um, his individual drills, seeing his footwork, seeing the way that he runs his routes, he has that shake, he has that, that wiggle that, that Beasley would have. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously he, he brings all of the gadget style that you see with, um, with an Isaiah.
1: Yeah, and look, I, you know, we've talked, we loved Isaiah. Loved, loved having oh, yeah. him here. But I don't think he was a pinpoint technique playbook kind of guy. I don't think he was ever that way. I think Deontay Hardy has been in different systems and I think he brings that to the table when mm-hmm. he comes here. Isaiah was, was more of that guy and then they tried to make him into more of the regular wide receiver. Brian Dable. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> is when, when they try to move him <laughs> I, into that role, he had not really had that regular Correct. wide receiver role. He had moments. That's yep. He had Fair. that game in yeah. Foxborough and all this thing. I think Hardy brings that, and you said it, he's, he brings a little difference because of his more time More professionalism, in
0: the more polish
1: at
2: that I role. I like polish, yeah. yeah. I think uh, they wanted Isaiah to continue to evolve, and maybe that
0: wasn't in his skill set. Can I talk about another wide receiver that, to me, really popped today? Go
1: ahead.
0: Trent Shurfield. Yeah, New mm-hmm. you were I, I, yeah. I really yeah. thought – And, and again, another comparison, he looks right now at training camp as what Gabe looked like in his first two years. Yeah. That – where, obviously, you you don't have the highest ceiling or expectations. I thought, really, coming in here, a wide receiver, five kind of guy, like that's kind of where I thought he fit in. Mm -hmm. Um, He's bounced around. This is his fourth team in the last four years. But had a one-handed catch earlier today. Tweeted that out. Um, And a couple of other just really nice catches. Lining up everywhere, moving all around. I I just think he – looks like he could be a more of a factor on offense that i think we did a blog and i said if trent shurfield has any impact on this team it's it, we're going to be a problem shocking dan's wrong possibly <laughs> right?
2: turn the mug
0: yeah but i i just think he's looked really strong and again i think that we talk about the competition at cornerback number two at middle linebacker mm-hmm I have no idea what they're thinking about wide receivers after
1: Gabe and, and Diggs. Um, if I can just add one thing there, I'm going to predict this. When we talk to Trent Sherfield, mm-hmm. he is going to mention the snaps he got in the spring. Because Diggs wasn't there. And Josh made the point of it. Now, Josh is always effusive in his praise for his teammates. Yeah. But he,
2: wow, great
1: word. You like that one? That's that a is, credit. That, that's a $10 <laughs> word. Yeah. yeah, I've had some fines this week. I'll take the credit. Yeah. Um, about Sherfield, and it's yeah. easy to go oh yeah because you know Diggs isn't there and he's saying this and he did get a lot of opportunity in the spring yeah. to get him acclimated to it so I think he's sort of to use the you know cliche he's hitting the ground running mm-hmm. and he really is and he has looked really good
2: I feel like when we did the, the podcast or the blog a couple weeks ago and you talked about Trent Sherfield, I, I poised it as it's found money if he, if he can be a piece of this Bill's offense, that yeah, would be found money because we weren't expecting him to be. But what we've seen out on the field, and, yeah. look, the pads aren't on yet. What's the first day of pads? Is that Sunday? or is I that don't know if they've, if they, announced, I don't know if they've, they've announced it. I know Mom. Hyde
1: said today he can't wait, right, can't to wait. put the pads on. Say, but yeah. it would seem to be a day, you know, coming off a day off, that they would do that on Sunday. But we'll see what that they, they would end up doing. Put the pads thud on. Thud up. Thud up.
2: Time to thud up.
1: That is a uh, – yes. It,
2: you, I do like that sound, though. Yeah, like the, yeah, third. All right, any defensive players?
0: (laughs) Is there any- 24 hours later. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Are there any, not, still not high. Um, Are there any defensive players that have kind of flashed for you? Well,
1: it's funny that I I said that about Specter. I was not really thinking as much about Diggs beating him down the field. Oh, But I'm interested in him. No, because when they, they had the full ones out there and for two stretches, he was playing there mm-hmm. and again I, I think they liked a lot of he's one of those guys in college he made a ton of plays he's an athlete he can run all those things but it's a late pick and you really thought of him as more of a special teams guy and i'm not saying he's going to start at linebacker for this team yeah I but they are going right <laughs> that's
2: that's honestly fair.
1: no i'm saying is but they're going to see what guys can do mm-hmm. they're going to give them an opportunity and i think we're going to see a rotation of that of different guys getting their moments to play with the ones.
2: I think because this team is so good and it's it's the competition needs to be there because you gotta be the best. You gotta win it. You oh, gotta no win doubt. that role. And I think the, the Bills are very much like who's gonna earn it and they're gonna let everyone have an opportunity. And then what's the saying? The cream rises to the top. Look at you. A little cliche. But yeah. but literally that. That's yeah. that's just how it is.
0: Uh, speaking of other linebackers, Terrell Bernard is still very small.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Physically, I, I, we talked about this before. When you Looks look like at DD. certain players, yeah. he he does not look like his position. Like Murray, like, like Davis Murray, does not look <laughs> yeah, like a running back. He's a he would be a pass rushing outside linebacker, yeah. Or yeah. A defensive end. I mean, he's a giant, you know. And so you look at Bernard, and you would say you would say safety. Mm-hmm. He's standing next to Poyer and Hyde. Yeah. He doesn't look that much different, but he's an athlete. They like a lot of his traits. We'll see. But immediate. my hot take. Oh. But my hot take from
0: last year was that he was going to add thirty five pounds of muscle and then be the middle. Thirty five pounds. That's insane. <laughs> I think
1: that's
0: it was twenty. I think I said he would did. Still, 20. that's insane. Oh my insane. God, yeah. he
1: needs the James Harden fat suit to put on thirty five <laughs>
2: pounds. I will say, you're not going to replace Tremaine Edmonds like frame wise with no. what you have. So maybe that's why they were like, all right, we'll go lighter, you know, more ability to cover yeah, we'll that type of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like there's quite a big discrepancy.
1: I'm, I'm going to say this. You know the things, the limitations for Tremaine Edmonds. And then he got paid, so yeah. good for him. Yeah. But they will miss the things that he did game in, game out, play in, Correct. play out. His At youth. least you knew. <laughs> You'll miss you. You're snark. Oh, 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 the new young There's player. a new young guy. So oh. you guys know we always reference that Tremaine was always, he's young, young, he's young, he's young. The new young guy is? Kyrie. Elam. He's young.
2: Oh, he's yeah. Young. He
1: is young, Ooh. but he's young, and you guys know what we mean. They'll reference him as being young. Young. Tremaine is going to be making his acceptance speech to the Hall of Fame one day, and they're going to say he's young, a young guy because yeah. they love saying he's young. Well, well, maybe not the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this is you know other, what I mean.
0: Yeah. The guys that spoke at uh, press conferences today: Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde. Guys that are not young, even though Jordan Poyer says he feels like he's 26. Um, all those things are great. Micah Hyde said he feels great. But it was a different perspective, and it goes back to um, how they handle it and how they approach training camp. Because, Mike, you said this is your 35th Fifth. training camp. So, for them, this is their – I think it's Hyde's 11th and Poyer's 12th. And just the understanding of how they approach it. Because we can always do the same story of what's it like for these veteran guys. But it, it, I think it is a little bit different where these guys faced uncertainty. Yeah. They're very close. But Definitely. Again, Hyde thought that there was a chance that he may never play football again. After his injury, employer didn't know what he was going to do with free agency. So to yeah. have them both back, it, it is unique, special to have them both back. Yeah. Janet,
1: he, Dan's right. He's saying he faced uncertainty. I'm right for like the third time today. But no,
2: we had the. You were wrong. You
1: know. Yes. Thirty-five well, pounds of muscle. It's not as much fun though when you just admit it. It's better when we bring it in that you're wrong. I know, yes. but I let the first two slide. That yes. was, that's the point. The third so one, I like jumped let's, up. Let's be honest about Poyer oh. and Hyde here. Poyer was gone. Yeah, gone. Like, I thought at that point, and I think he did, and I think the team did, which was great that they kept the communication going, he was going to sign elsewhere, he was gone. Yeah. The way it worked out, the money wasn't there. And it's easy to say, I think because Hyde looked like he was ready to come back, mm-hmm. but you know, you give a guy a whole off season, it's it's a you know injuries like he had it's the type of thing that guys could rethink you never know what a guy is going to do so if you go back to what seven what is it seven years ago mm-hmm. wow. when they first came in here i guess it's seven yeah. yeah yeah seven years ago and we knew hyde was the big signing poyer was more of like a guy who had been hurt yeah, mm-hmm. giving him a chance yeah. yeah and all of a sudden it became poyer and Hyde, Hyde and poyer and to still have them out there, I think, is, is phenomenal. But it's it was so cool. real good chance that that wasn't going to happen. Well,
2: I love, too, when you got to talk to them today about their, their – kind of their different approach in the way they look at things. Like, obviously, they're a, a tandem. They work so well together. Right. They play their best ball besides one another. But the way they approach things on the field,
0: both being veterans, I thought was interesting. I asked them the same question about how do you approach training camp knowing that they're – you know, prefacing Stefan Diggs' comments that he understands that there's more football behind him than in front of him. So, so how do you approach that? And Mike made a good point. And I said, I go, that's not, the, I'm gonna do my story on today. And Mike goes, well, you don't want to just say like, oh, they're packing it in because they're in their 12th yeah. training camp. But it was for, I asked him the same question. For Hyde, he goes, urgency. He goes, I'm trying harder now because I know I have fewer training camps left. And that young guys are probably looking at me going, what the hell is this old guy doing flying around? Because <laughs> he knows that he has fewer moments left. For Poyer, he said he was perspective. So he said that football doesn't define him. That there is more things that he's just cherishing these moments because he knows that there'll be times when he doesn't get to walk through, uh, you know, training camp with his buddies. That he goes. Yeah. He's trying to put his phone away, be present in the moment, savor this because football has given him so much. That's so beautiful. here you have one guy kind of taking a breath, smelling the, the roses, and, and kind of embracing it. While you got Micah Hyde being like. Shit, like, we
1: got to go now. Yeah, and he's also in the last year of a contract. Yeah. And that plays into it, not necessarily that, well, it can be. Teams make a decision. It also plays into it in terms of what the player wants to do. That is an an end date for these guys. It can be. And, you know, it's easy for people to say, if you could, you keep playing. We see them out there with their families. There are moments these guys are like, there is – life beyond this yeah. as much as they love it that Digs. they look around I'm
0: human and what, one last thing before we get to the family because I know that that was your favorite part of today yeah. yeah Hyde Poyer, and Trey White have not been on the field together wow since 2021 Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving
1: in New Orleans wow yeah
0: again we talk about the expectations of this defense and where maybe they have not performed up to par in playoff games and things like that They've gone through two playoffs without their top three guys all together. Yeah. Again, that when when he said that, when Poyer said that, I went, no, nah, it's not. It's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. forgot about just the way that it worked. Well,
2: yeah. I feel like you can tell they are savoring it more. Trey White, before practice, signing autographs, making time with as some of the kids. As many as Josh. Like,
0: he's signing a ton.
2: Trey has don't, done so much. And then Jordan Poyer walking out of the tunnel. Like, you can just yeah. tell in that recognition of, like, and again, you're right. They, they, they hope that there is more football and great football ahead. All those things, but really taking the mental stock of like what this all means and how this is not, this is not a given. This is no. not something that you know it's just an expectation. So I thought that was really cool. And then today, yeah, the, on Friday they had the families out there. You got to see these guys with their loved ones, their children running around and just. The videos of it is just amazing. And we got to talk to Dane Jackson, yeah. who I thought was just, like, you could tell he was so proud. And just what it meant to have his son DJ there, who's three years old, you know, playing with the football, them out on the field together, and just what that meant to just so many guys just having that opportunity.
1: Big smiles. I mean, these Huge guys. smiles. look, they're with their families. But the, I thought for Dane, and I don't even know, at his young age of a guy, seeing there, there with his kids, like, someday his son – I mean, his son is not really going to remember Dane's career maybe right. as he gets a little yeah. older it can yeah. be the case but man that video yeah. i mean you think about that of them out there and by the way every one of these kids is adorable oh my god but dj Dane's they're oh my all god. so cute ir that kid was awesome oh and my he's gosh. just at that age 3 He's throwing the ball back and forth Yeah. and i'm thinking i, I think they embrace they're it cheap. i really do think they embrace it yep yeah. cuz they see it but It's fun to see. And I I mentioned this on the air. You know, Sean McDermott preaches family, family. They do live that. And they embrace that. And I think it's a good mix for these guys. They go to work. They do their job. Then they get tomorrow off. A lot of them go back to Buffalo, do whatever. And they're back here for Sunday i thought it was great to sing yeah. speaking of few kids
0: micah hyde brought his son and daughter up to the podium so sweet. to which his son interrupted the press conference saying daddy you have a big head <laughs> <laughs> and then micah was kind of confused and looked at him and laughed and then he goes you also have big teeth oh so, God. so uh, another kid that that stole the show so yeah. again cool moments and again i think that goes back to we, we've complimented sean for his open door policies and all those things like that it's also another one of those moments that we're human oh yeah these guys are more than football players they yeah. have families and again i know that even in our perspective you know in our our job like we have to criticize plays and things like that they are human beings when you criticize us
2: yeah we, we are also human. have
0: jobs you know and we're also people too so yeah it, i think it's just every once in a while these days are really very much
1: needed and that's yeah. why i think it, it needs to be you know not to preach this but it's a level of criticism criticize dane jackson or micah Hyde. you miss a play yeah. they're pro football players what they get paid for but you're right you see them as dad yeah nothing else he's there's yeah. a the dad or husband yeah. he's there and you see their yeah. families and they're all excited for him and guess what there's some families out here with a player and that player's not going to make the team yeah and then their life changes so yeah. all those things can happen that's it's it's good perspective and you i really i love seeing that part. And this is where it's a little different than other times of the year once the season starts yes they have time at home with their families but out here on the field i thought it was great
2: i think that's one of the things that i do love about having camp here is just the 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 opportunity for fans to get to see up close and personal their favorite players and then for the players you get to see them in that light of them being a father of them being a partner like of what that means and it does i think it makes it more human but you could see like people in the stands today like It was cool to watch them see their favorite football player in a different light. And I just think all of that is just such a cool, really unique experience. I mean, Sean McDermott talked about it. Not a lot of teams still travel away for camp. And just to have the atmosphere here, it really is cool.
1: And there was another player that had his son at camp today. Uh, His name is Lorenzo Alexander. I got a chance to talk to him. He is the best. First of all, I swear he's only been a few years out. The dude could just put on the pads and go play. Though, what did he say to us? I don't want to get hit anymore. I left it all in the field. I I'm don't want to get
2: hit. Uh, yeah.
1: But I want Jenna to say, so Jenna asked him about seeing the growth of Josh Allen becoming the star. Yeah.
2: like, Josh Allen is now a household name. Like he's becoming that he's a superstar. And Lorenzo's like, yeah, man, I got a, I got a lot of misread or um, unread text messages. And maybe the phone calls from him aren't returned as quick, harder <laughs> to get in around a golf. But he just talked about the ascension of what Josh has been able to do and how humble and how hardworking Alan has been and just to see Lorenzo seeing him as like a guy a young guy come in and galvanize the team and, yeah. and what that success has meant it's it's I think for Lorenzo it's it's got to be really cool to see especially knowing you know he he comes back he wants to be a part of it and then he just too talked about the talent on this team and where this team is going he's just such a great guy yeah. to talk to I, I love his perspective but it is funny he's like yeah, it's really hard to get a call back now. Yeah,
1: from Josh. <laughs> a couple quick things on Lorenzo. I asked him, what are you doing? He's helping to coach his kids. He's working as an analyst. He went for back the to school. Cardinal. Oh, he got his master's. Yeah. He did that. He's doing work for the NFL. I'm like, aren't you retired? He goes, I'm not retired from life. I'm just retired from the NFL.
2: And I loved this, too. He talked about the NFL. His job is also to help players getting out of the league or, or essentially how to assimilate back and yeah. how to make sure you take care of your money, take, Take care of your mentals, like all yep. that stuff. That I thought it was really cool because uh, that's uh, that's a really important job, and I think it's it's he's a yep. guy that has. I feel like he's like 50. Like he's one just, man gang.
1: He's just he's 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 had that perspective. so much
2: experience. So yeah. I'm gonna go
1: back to perspective when he was signed. It was Rex Ryan and Doug yes. Whaley who brought him in, yeah. wow. and I was doing the games at the time, so I was in the production meeting, and Rex goes. They brought him in as a special teamer. Yeah. and Rex goes, you know who's been our best guy in that spot? Lorenzo Alexander. Can you believe him? He's kind of like, can you believe it? Yeah. How well he has played? Yeah. And it unlocked something in Lorenzo that year. So you got to give Rex credit. In that way, That unleashed wow. something. Didn't expect this to happen it, in this video. It unleashed yeah. something, I think, in Lorenzo. Maybe it gave him the yeah. opportunity to say, we're looking at you not just as a team's guy, but as a defensive player. And let's be honest, he was really good for this team. He
2: was, absolutely. And he talked about how using that special team's opportunity and turning it yep. into a full-time role. And... I would have to imagine he's having a conversation with Tyrell Dotson.
1: He said that, and he's also talking to these other young guys. He goes, "You better do it on teams, yeah, yeah." That's, how that's you stay why on I hope. That's why I hope these new rules to the kickoff. You don't lose.
2: Yeah, that.
0: That. Yeah. For so many guys like Lorenzo Alexander, he was eight nine years in the league doing special teams really and then he became a pro bowl sack guy but before that he cut his teeth and made a paycheck flying down the field on kickoffs and punt returns so obviously the new rule you can fair catch anything inside the 25 it's just like a touchback it's the college rule um but yeah just that that was one of the things when we think about rule changes was one of the ones where i go what's going to happen
1: with some of those fringe roster spots where guys make the guys make teams because they're that guy and some teams may cut some corners on special teams yep. yeah. try to get by without something and it may work for 90% of the time but With those that, few other yeah. plays the can Bills kill have you. never been a team
0: especially McDermott Bean the McBean era has never really cut corners on teams no no, no. no.
2: it's not Sean McDermott's way kidding no. me
0: the Sun is just Defeated me.
2: Yeah, wow. I don't sun. think you're that sunburned.
1: No, I, I think fourth. he's just—it's a long day.
2: It is a long, long day. three days. All right, anything else, gentlemen?
1: I don't think so. It's been fun. They're back at it on Sunday. Uh, it's supposed to cool down here <laughs> in Pittsburgh, so they said the so heat is taking a break <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, and then it'll ramp up quickly, and then before we know another. Couple weeks, so we have yep. the first preseason game. So. Yeah, but right now, three days in the books, and competition has been the key.
2: A couple reminders: we have a bunch of Buffalo Plus content out as well. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we also have the Instagram channel Buffalo Plus. We have the TikTok, three, five,
0: three to five reels a day. Yes, yeah.
2: we have a bunch of stuff on there. We also have the
0: 24-hour Jenna Plus store. videos on there. Top five moments, Buffalo. P- <laughs> It's a top five Buffalo buffle.
2: I need moment. to post oh, well, that to TikTok. I
0: yeah, post along that with Mike having your senior moment when you re literally reread <laughs> a comment 20 seconds after I read it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, we had good
0: outtakes today. This might be. Good we one. did. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: That was it, uh, including video. that moment when I reread a comment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tape delay. Dan no. Cottrell?
1: Dan Cottrell. <laughs> Dan yeah. was a good one, too. Yeah. Anything you remember from yesterday now just popping in your no. head?
2: No. No? Nope.
1: Bing. Clarity. Yeah,
2: I was just to say, shockingly Clarity. enough. I got, a, I got a good just laugh remember. out of that. I'm not going to lie. I just remember. I just remember. You actually you zoomed in on my face perfectly because it was a little bit. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, and the Buffalo
0: Plus. We store. were having a conversation and Jenna just out of left field. I remember what <laughs> we said yesterday.
1: Well, you know what it is. Half the time she's not paying attention to oh, us.
2: Oh, I might.
1: Maybe yeah, more than I, I might zone out once not sometimes. high.
2: Though. Not high, not high. Um, yeah. go to the Buffalo Plus store as well. BuffaloPlusStore.com dot com. Get your Dan is wrong mug. <laughs> mug
1: Yeah, and occasionally you can turn it the There's other way. There's
2: some koozies too, which are fun if you check those we need out. Need to get bucket, That's bucket a hats. Fun word to say. Bucket hats.
0: I think we need bucket hats.
2: Okay, I can look okay. into that. I don't. Not really I'm a bucket. Buck. You absolutely not. Yeah, you, are not a hat. Yeah. you look not a like buck- a toddler. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not a bucket hat that
1: guy. That's, that's fair. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, thank you for joining us for Mike Catalana and Dan Fates, not Dan Ch- Cottrell. <laughs> I'm Jenna Cottrell. We'll catch you next time on Buffalo Plus. Like, comment, subscribe. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Oh.